Blog Talk Radio.
And hello, welcome to the Pig and Musings podcast. I'm Rev Kess, Kali Sarah's on the line, and we're trying to figure out some technical difficulties with our guests, but uh, we'll get that figured out. It's been a while since we've had a live show, right, Sarah? No kidding. <laughs> uh, Got to take a little bit of a vacation, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, got uh, some time to do some research. What's that? We got some time to do some research. Yeah. Oh. Gave you a few weeks to focus on your 13 and 24? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so know what you mean. Uh, on the yeah, I really focused on doing something. <laughs> well, actually, I kind of did. You know, I helped edit a 500-page manuscript. Well, more than 500-page manuscript in mm-hmm. 24 hours. That's some turnaround. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, all that was really it was just going through and you know hitting some highlights, you know, double checking uh, some some spelling and consistency on names and such like that, and boom, Bob's your uncle. I actually do not have an uncle named Bob. <laughs> and you're not British, are you? Uh, well, not that you can prove. <laughs> Wait a second. I thought I thought some of your ancestors were uh, um um privateers for the queen. Not that you can prove. <laughs> uh, uh it looks like we may have them all on board now. So, shall we bring them on? Sure. I mean, it's kind of fitting to say that they're all on board considering what the topic is tonight, which is uh, group right and um, the project called Remnants of the Everlies. So let's go ahead and go, okay, everybody, sound off. Who's here? Hello. It's Chandra. Hi. Next. Hi. (laughs) I take it that was Leanne. Yeah, and do we have here. Matt? Yep, okay. And we have yep. uh, Matt, a.k.a. Philip. All right, cool. Hey, Sarah, you, you might enjoy listening to him. He's from Australia. I do love a good accent. Well, you are right, Leanne. You are good about the two of you talking at the same time. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a little interesting, uh, Kali, Sarah, and our listeners, because these three are all on at the on the same line. They all skyped in mm-hmm. together, so uh, yeah. So uh, bear with us, please. This will be a little bit of fun. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Hey, Leanne, 
since you are the uh, uh, mastermind yeah. and key tormentor for this project. Uh, could you kind of tell us and the listeners what Remnants of Ever of the Everly is, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, Remnants of the Everly is a different kind of anthology. Um, when we first started the idea of Remnants of the Everly, I thought steampunk, murder mystery, I wanted everybody to kind of take part, but I didn't want individuals. So it became a role play adventure, and we took on a whole bunch of people and gave them characters and let them have fun with it. And so far, it's been chaotic and fun, and I would so do it again with this group. Um, they have been absolutely fantastic. Um, and yes, unfortunately, we have tormented them. We have put them they weren't prepared for but they have been exceptionally well so far and I have no doubt that they will continue that Uh, well uh, Chandra that's kind of some uh, um, uh, glowing praise for you and I at least right (laughs) indeed Uh, now, I know I said Kali Sarah was going to be kind of leading the conversation here, so I just wanted to help her get a feel for what's going on uh, so she has a little bit more of an idea. I mean, she's heard me talk about this from time to time, but um, Philip, um, since you're kind of the uh, the co-mastermind and tormentor, uh, do you have anything you want to add before we go deep in it, into the conversation? Uh, just the simple fact of the matter is that there's a lot more in store that you have no idea that's going to mess with your heads. <laughs> uh, I've kind of gotten that impression. Thanks. Uh, maybe there's a reason why I don't sleep well right now. Well, uh, you know, if you, all these ideas are coming up, half of them were your ideas. So you can't complain. That's why I keep telling everybody in the group chat, stop giving them ideas. <laughs> hey, you're the one who said that things were getting a little boring. We're just trying to, you know, liven things up a little. We I never said they were the getting boring. I was trying to get everybody involved. Yes, what was that, Chandra? I was just going to say, we all know that the dragon's going to go ballistic and just kill everyone, you know. (laughs) Well, that is an ending we haven't thought of yet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. thanks. Okay, Kali, Sarah, do you feel like you're ready to start asking questions of us all? I'm not sure. I'm a little afraid. <sighs> We've scared her off already, and we're just 10 minutes into the show. It's just bad. <laughs> and she hasn't read any of it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Tell him to give you some some information. 
Okay, so um, obviously this is a hugely collaborative event, uh, um, project. So what what do you think makes this particular project work in this way? In other words, what, what, okay, authors are like cats, and you're herding cats, so how is it that you're keeping them from running away? With great difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> My first answer was going to be with chaos, so, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's excellent teamwork. We work together. We make sure that you know, everyone's on board. And if one person forgets, the other person reminds them. Um, it was touch and go for a while there, but now I think we're starting to get the handle of it. And we've really been just coming together and it's, it's phenomenal. Excellent. Starting to get the handle of it. We're like 14 weeks in. I hope we know what we're doing by now. <laughs> well, come on. This is our first time doing a project like this. It could take some time. Yeah, true, true. And, and, you know, speaking of reminding people and all that of what it is that they need to do, when you're done here, uh, Philip, you need to post. We've been waiting on you. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, um, scolded by the master. He really doesn't want to survive any longer in the book, does he? <laughs> Hey, you've already killed The dragon one. will save you. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Speaking the of hurting cats, I'm sorry, what? Oh, kind of follow up with what Colleen Sarah asked there. Um, Leanne, what on earth inspired you to take on something so insane? Um, I really don't have an answer for that Uh, Years of playing I lost my D&D group I really missed it Uh, I missed the interaction Between, you know, multiple people On the, you know, same level Same kind of character basis You know, I figured Do it on a tabletop Why can't we do it over the internet? So we gave it a shot, and so far, knock on wood, it's working pretty well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, it's – oh, here, let me reverse back – rewind there. Kind of give listeners who aren't overly familiar with the idea a little bit more of some info of what we're doing here is, like Leanne just said, it's kind of like a role-playing game, but we're doing it to collaborate together to write a book. And, you know, there are game masters, storytellers, whatever, who have written books based on their role-playing games that they're doing. And, you know, I'm not just talking, you know, White Wolf and TSR and all that with their books. I'm talking individuals. Um, and, you know, they have to change things, of course, to make it work. But what you did, the two of you, uh, is kind of created your own world for this 
project that's a game, but it's a book, but it's, but it is type. Yeah. Okay. It's not really the easiest thing in the world to describe, is it? <laughs> no, no, it isn't. <laughs> and you're right. I, it didn't come from a book. Um, I knew I wanted to try steampunk because I had never written anything in that genre before. So when I sat down to kind of create it, I was like, okay, I want steampunk, I want murder mystery, I want it on an airship, where do I need to go from there? And then, of course, collaborating with Philip and saying, okay, this is what my ideas are, what do you have? He's like, well, we could do this, this, and this. And the entire storyline was kind of born from there. But I will tell you that not every single part of it has been planned out. Um, and this is the first time that I'm saying this on air, and, and uh, Repcast will probably shoot me later for it. But some of this has actually just been winging it compared uh, to your all's responses. If that makes you the all best responded in a way we weren't expecting, yeah, yeah, we just kind of, okay, okay, let's go with it, and just kind of went with it. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's where the best. Well, you had it all plotted out, and then all of a sudden we're we're flying by the seat of our pants. No pun intended. There, I hope. <laughs> I, I I may um, actually have yeah, to yeah, shut up for a little while like, here. <laughs> and if you're a regular listener of the show, you know me shutting up is damn near impossible. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so, so when you guys do your posts, you know, obviously you take turns. Um, okay, how do you know whose turn it is and, like, who is responsible for what? Obviously, each author has a character, but... You know, as an author, it's kind of difficult to um, write a book where the characters are all completely separated out like that. So how does how does that work? Well, each person um, created their character, and at the very beginning they posted in the group, you know, like my character is a Scarlet Harvey uh, and she's more of a fighter top, uh, but she has a little bit of rogue in her. Uh, so it's like making a and d character only without mm-hmm. all the obvious stats. Um, and then you just put a little bit of background to the character. Um, you decide what kind of attitude you want the character to take on, um, how she would interact with other people in certain situations. And you just kind of get a basic feel of the character. Um, As far as posting goes, each one of us, uh, what we do at the beginning of each post is we have like an intro to the scene. Um, For instance, it might say you're on the airship, you're all around the dinner table, somebody walks in, announces that, you know, the kitchen's on fire, et cetera, et cetera. And then the posting order is drawn completely random. Um, I put names in a bottle, shake them, pull them out. And however I pull them out is how I write it on there. So like Philip Philip might be the first to go. 
Um, so he would make his post. And then if I was the next in line, then I would make a post in reference to his continuing the story and so forth on down the line with the you know nine characters that we started out with. Okay. Well, that's the nine player characters that we started out with because didn't we also have an NPC at the beginning? Yeah. Yes, poor Oris. Rest in peace, not really. <laughs> uh, alas, poor Oris. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to go into the Shakespeare there. I didn't know him that I'm well. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Would have been great dragon food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's still parts of him on the ship. <laughs> I don't know. They've kind of been sitting around for a while now. They might not be so appetizing even to a uh, desperately hungry dragon. Probably not. <laughs> no, we're trying not to go too much into the horror genre, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> like you said just a little bit ago, the the idea was kind of plotted out by you and Philip before it all started, and then the rest of us just kind of threw our own little wrenches in. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, this is a murder mystery, so it's kind of going along with the idea also of the uh, uh, murder mystery dinner parties that some people host, especially around the Halloween season. I have never been to How one. Do you think? Oh, I, I host murder mysteries, and it's escape rooms every Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perhaps yeah, I for, should have said that before we started it. <laughs> I think I kind of already had that idea. But uh, yeah, that's another thing for those out there who might not be familiar with it, where you know the host or hostess of the party you know, sends out invitations. You all come dressed to suit for what the theme is and all that. And perhaps before the party begins or after everybody arrives, somebody is randomly selected to be the killer and somebody's randomly selected to be the first victim. Mm-hmm. Notice the emphasis on first there and actually no, no, Philip, don't notice the emphasis there on first. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. We've already had Oris and Celeste. So, you know, number three is my lucky number. Well, they say all, all, all good things come in threes. <laughs> well, well we've already had three. We've already had three. We've already had three. The reason why we're all there was the first one. <laughs> No, 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 no. The governor's assassination don't count. That's cheating. <laughs> hey, he, ha- he has to try. We- and we are trying our best not to reveal too much about the plot of the story here, so. It's hard not to talk about it. 
I know. So, uh, Kale Sarah, was your question answered and all that rambling that we just all did? I think so. It's like, do you even remember what your question was? I think so. She was asking <sighs> about posting and characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's other things that you're doing behind the scenes, if you will. You have one-on-ones and character interviews and stuff like that that you're conducting. Yes, uh, character interview, interviews. Um, I take three to four questions and ask the person playing the character to respond as their character would. And then I kind of clean that up, and they're going as chapter headers on some of the chapters. Um, there'll probably be two rounds of those before the end of the um, As far as the one-on-ones, if I need a little bit more information or I think that the chapter could use a little bit of a pep-up or some of the characters decide to wander off on their own, we take them aside into a separate chat and do a one-on-one between those characters um, so that they can kind of get the one-on-one perspective. And then I'll plug that into the script as we go. Cool. I, 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 I couldn't imagine at all, you know, characters pairing off and wandering away to do their own thing. No, no, that never happened. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a, it's a team effort here, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we yeah. went from her being excited, and I want to talk about this too. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing a horrible job with this, aren't I? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, Kali, Sarah? Yo. Throwing it back to you to ask questions. Um, I, I'm trying not to be the interviewer. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the thing is, this is actually quite outside my realm of uh, – experience so uh, I'm actually kind of um, not sure how any of it works so um, what would you like people to know about what is going on in terms of the creation of this story like what, what do you want people to be excited about crickets crickets uh-huh. Sorry, my phone's phone's cutting in and out. (laughs) Ah, okay. Um, Yeah, it is cutting in and out there. Uh, It's not happy. It keeps popping up that poor signal. Yeah, poor signal, which could unfortunately affect everybody. I'm still around. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you fine. 
<laughs> Do you want to huh. try to answer some of that? Because, well, you've, like me, you've been in since the beginning. Well, not the beginning of the plotting, but the beginning of the writing or something like that. Yeah. Well, one thing I want to say is, you know, when she broke it down into the segments, I don't think I've really thought about how elaborate this whole thing really is. It truly is. And I think something that um, that we want people to be excited about is, is – um, the the action, the mystery, the you know, just all these different characters coming together and and playing their part and it's not just a story but actual people playing these characters and so it kind of brings it more to life I think. And so it gives it just more vibrance and I don't know, I think people will find that pretty exciting. Mm. Oh, one of the things that I'm really liking about working on this project is that unlike other collaborative projects, you know, like an anthology of short stories or two authors working together on the same story, you've got all these different personalities writing this epic story. Exactly. And then you've got poor Leanne and Philip over there trying to make it all work together. So, yeah, you two may be tormenting us, but I think we're also tormenting you. Right. <laughs> but. <laughs> that's nowhere even in, in thought at this point. Uh, biggest thing is just keeping it moving because um, there is there is a lot going on behind the scenes. I mean, Philip takes the scenes and and breaks them down and puts everything in order to where it sounds best. Then I have to take it and detail it and smooth it out, edit it, and do grammar checks and everything else. And it just takes a long time. So the faster that you keep it moving, the more steady pace that I can get that done. Um, and it just moves a lot smoother. Makes me want to go into the author, you know, the 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 uh, remnants chat itself, and go. Are you all listening and paying attention to what the hell she just said? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know some of them are listening. <laughs> I think that is part of, that's the biggest part is that there are so many of us doing this and we all have lives too. So we have to be able to, sometimes I drop things on a dime, like, Oh, I need to post real quick. <laughs> you know, and uh, part of the, the fun of keeping track of everything is we've got like at least four, if not five different time zones going on. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Australia. Yeah, that does get a little bit. Um... <laughs> so yeah, it's not. Okay, I'm it's... trying to convince him to move the states. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just all of us with our different schedules. It's all of us in different time zones and trying to make those schedules work out and get this done and Very that cool. done and and then of course there's the. We did a group write last Monday uh, for the uh, uh, cover reveal party, and that went 
fairly well for a two-hour, everybody being there pretty much at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was the well. fool that said, hey, I, I will impressed. clean that up. I'll clean that up and we can use that somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> and I very much appreciate you offering. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to finish something for Chandra before I get that all done. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, see how it always comes you back to you, Miss Dragon. <laughs> What's that? Little Miss Dragon, it always comes back to you, doesn't it? I blame you. <laughs> I'm a little dragon. I don't hurt anyone. No, you just drive us all insane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, you joined the group. It is Chandra's Insanity Anthology group. Just saying. That mm-hmm. word is in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. True, true, true. Still all your fault. Uh, I'll take the blame. I'll do it. I'll go down with the ship. No, 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 no. Uh, no, ship's not going down. Ship's not going down. I was waiting for that. I was so waiting for that. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so are we helping you understand you any of this at all, sir? Are we helping you to understand any of the insanity that we have going on? I think I'm watching it. Okay. Wow. We need to try harder. I know it's hard for you, but be not. <laughs> hey, I am a perfectly behaved gentleman. Oh, I'm surprised there was only one. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the rest left. of us aren't in that train. <laughs> so uh yeah um as Leanne has been kind of billing this it's it's an anthology of authors instead of stories so that gives a little bit more of an idea of what it is and um our publisher that we're using Hydra Productions uh Raven and Eric uh, Hydric um, didn't they say that this is the first time they've ever encountered an idea like this? Yes. Yes. Um, as far as we know, um, every anthology out on the market right now are short stories from separate authors. Um, so as mm. far as we know, this is the first attempt that anybody's ever made at an RP novel between more than just two people. Um, the that we started out with nine and we're now going into eight with eight toward the ending uh, is pretty impressive. Hmm. And um, I, uh, 
I brought up in one of our uh, conversations on Facebook or whatever it was that, yeah, um, Robert Asprin and a group of other authors did something way back like 70s, early 80s, something like that, where they were all writing in the same world. A lot of them had overlapping stories or characters, but they weren't writing together. And that was the Thieves' World series that Robert Asprin was involved with. So they were, you know, each story was written by one, maybe two people with just, you know, overlapping characters or storylines. Unlike this, where you've got, you know, started with nine, now we're down to eight, uh, different authors all working together on the same story. I mean, literally almost every scene has at least three of us in it. Almost every scene. <laughs> Ooh. It's really fun yeah. when all eight and of us are involved in the same scene. Wow. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the, you know, they're in the end. Who's the killer? Well, we don't know. Okay. <laughs> Chandra and I don't know. You I two do, might. I do find it. <laughs> I do find it funny, though, that we are in week 14, and with everything that's been going on, finding the murder has kind of been put on the back burner as far as um, we really don't care. We're just trying to survive. <laughs> so, you know, the murderer may not actually come out until, like, the very end of the book. <laughs> well, and there is always one possible thought that you haven't entertained yet. How do you know we have any how do you know we've decided on who the killer is? <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. With how many um uh, <laughs> with how many loops we've been throwing the two of you for and you throwing right back at us. Yeah. But didn't we all? Well, no, that that might reveal too much of the uh, the storyline. So no, we won't go into that one. No, <laughs> no. no. I know. And I was y- about yes, to bring Kenna, something up too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Kenna, you finally got to hear Mr. Australia's voice after you got your volume to work. <laughs> I think that may have been a plea to hear you talk more, Philip. Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> I'm really good at throwing crickets out there. Okay, so let's the Australian. Post the Australian. Don't do that. But it's so fun. I'll, I'll set a kangaroo on you. Best friend, if any, hey, I'm your best friend. If anybody can poke you, it's me. <laughs> yeah, but that's... That goes on a different. That goes on a different level. <laughs> Backing away we from that one slowly and carefully. we aggravate each other way too much. <laughs> uh, no, Kali, Sarah, you don't know what that's like at all, do you? Nope. Hey, if it tells the two of you anything, Leanne and Philip, um, Sarah and I live in the same 
town. We've seen each other once in the last year. Something like that. Does that yeah. sound about right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike actually came. Uh, Tulip actually came in and uh, spent almost three months with me and my family two years ago. So mm. I've probably seen him more days than you've seen her. Is that what I'm getting? <laughs> At least recently, yes. <laughs> uh, well, just had uh, somebody who was listening go. Have you already kind of detailed some about the characters? You know, like who. Who's involved in the story? And it's like, well, no, not really. We've talked about we have, you know, each each author involved has a character, but yeah, we haven't really talked too much well, about who go we ahead have. And let you guys, yeah. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce your characters, and then after we get done with that, I'll kind of fill in on the ones who aren't with us tonight. Okay. So, oh boy, you want me to? Hey, 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 hey. Chandra, you want to you want to take that one for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> All right. My character's name is Tani. She is a dragon shifter, um, which means she's a dragon who can pretty much shift into anybody and anything she wants to. That's living. And um, she has, she's kind of a young dragon, has been through a lot, and she has uh, been given the, um, handed down the magic and the knowledge of the ancients, which are her ancestors. And so she knows a lot of spells, and she's um, she kind of, she's, she's, she's kind of, Spicy, always hungry. <laughs> she got to keep up that metabolism. <laughs> You're making her sound like a teenager, always hungry. Well, you know, in Dragon Years, she kind of is sort of in that in that um, age range. <laughs> <laughs> a young adult, at least. <laughs> mm. But she's also, you know, a very typical dragon. She loves shiny things, and she loves to hoard treasure and has a very um, unique craving for fairies. <laughs> so the harpies, harpies, you know, they were tempting. <laughs> yeah, but they're not fairy. As I slowly scoot away from the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that harpies are not like fairies. Harpies are annoying little birds. Fairies are not. (laughs) Indeed. True. (laughs) Hey, now, I still have a writing pen, and the end of the story hasn't been written. Uh, well, my character no, is. Uh, and, go ahead, Matthew. Uh, Philip, go I was, ahead. I was going to say, and do you really want to piss off the assassin? Uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the one that's actually trained to be one instead of the rest of us. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the character that I'm writing is um, named Edwin Alistair Darcy. Or Darcy. Yeah, he's, he's got a little bit of a French flair, and I am not French, so pardon me. And oddly enough, not the only character that has Alistair in its name. But okay. The only human in the group. You're all weird. <laughs> he's not. Brave soul. Hey, if, or crazy. if you're the only if you're the only human, wouldn't it be more logical to say that you're the weird one? <laughs> mm, well it depends on which is the most populous species in the world. Notice I didn't say dominant, but populous. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's human. He's a mage. Um, he, uh, you know, spends as much time as he can with the upper echelons of society. And, he, yeah, don't want to reveal a whole lot more in that regard about him because that might give away a little too much later on, but... Yeah, um, like everybody else, he had his reasons for what happened to the government. And he has this strange relationship forming with that dragon. (laughs) Have not figured that one out. She doesn't have the right plumbing for him. (laughs) You might just find... The fact is, is that she can't. <laughs> True, she can't shift into oh, anything that's living. Oh, <laughs> Lord, no, no, no. Weird, no, not, uh, uh. No, it's more of a, I think. And I find it, that's one of the things I love about this, is that things are coming together, and you, and it's some of it takes you by surprise. You're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> There and have been, been pretty consistent. And we've all pretty much managed to be pretty consistent with what kind of um, alliances have been forming or lack thereof, as the case may be. And noisy little birdies. <laughs> okay, Mr. Assassin, tell us about your character. Okay, um, I'm playing Alexander Thaddeus Rayburn. He's a vampiric shifter. He was trained as an assassin through his clan and before he was actually turned into a vampire. And it was at that point when he was turned that he discovered that he had lycanthrope blood running through his veins. So what he has the he has the speed and abilities of a vampire, but also the strength of a werewolf. He's that spent the last explains a few things. <laughs> yeah, he's he spent you know he's eight thousand just on eight thousand years old. So he's seen a few things and he's learned how to kill just about everything there is. 
So, and he knows how to do it silently, messy, publicly, in any way, shape, or form he chooses. Don't mess with the assassin. We got it. (laughs) (laughs) And when the assassin is also your co-author, you really don't like to write the story. (laughs) Well, Alexander is a little bit more than just co-author Zellerina. So I guess it's my turn. (laughs) Yes, it's your turn. Well, I play Zellerina Raleigh. Uh, She is a vampiric harpy. She has had a very rough life. The harpy society do not acknowledge women as any kind of ruler or anybody that can take charge. Um, They are simply there for pretty much breeding purposes. Um, And my character decided, you know what, that's not my lot in life and screw you, I'm going to make my own world. And she kind of did. We're starting with the governor. Um, She's also a reporter. So she's also the one that's got all these characters together in the same place and same time. Had a plan that um, somebody had to go and ruin. Her and Alexander's background do mingle. Um, So there's a lot of history between those two characters. And, of course, there is a future between those two characters. Um, She's usually calm and cool unless you make her mad. Um, And then she can screech pretty loud, um, as Edwin finds out on a constant basis because he's constantly antagonizing her. Uh, I have it way. Just shooting her dirty it's looks. Um, Plugging his ears when she talks. Begging the dragon to eat her. I have not done that yet. Or recently. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. I know it's coming. Just be aware that I can fight off. And I like the dragon, so it'll be against her. <laughs> so, so, with that, let's go ahead and, and tell a few other characters. Um, I'm going to go ahead and Get the obvious one out of the way since she is listening and responding to almost everything that we're saying. Um, Miss, and if I pronounced this wrong, I apologize. Purea Omalia. Uh, she plays Farabella Carthridge. She is a dwarf um, and has a druid type magic. Um, she's very down to earth. She's very motherly, very, very earthy type dwarf. Um, she also has a wolf on board named Nymph. 
she has a son that she had to leave behind to come. So she references her child several times during the book. Um, but she has taken up with our resident crazy man, who is played by Patrick Neal. Uh, that would be Alice Deloitte. He is... I don't even have a word for Alice. <laughs> Help me out, guy. <laughs> He's kind of a Jekyll uh, and Hyde. Yeah, kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. He, a, a split personality, I suppose, would be another way of putting it. Yeah, that's they the share a body. diplomatic way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, Alistair and Lloyd share a body. Uh, He's an, awesome, an awesome character. Especially when you're editing it things in that character, I find myself giggling at the screen more often than I probably should. <laughs> he is a great character. <laughs> uh, Especially their constant bickering with see. each other. <laughs> yes, you have Lloyd who's the, we've got to get this done and I'm going to be stern and I'm going to enjoy this and I hate you. Then you have Alice who's very positive. There's going to be a way out of it. You have to be patient. Um, it's not with those two. It's great. <laughs> well, as their character card has as a quote, so, exploding arrows? Seriously? Why didn't you consult me before you made a change? You were sleeping, Alistair. I didn't want to wake you. So, yeah, they, <laughs> does that person or persons ever truly sleep. Okay, um, so we also have... I think we are finding the to that. So we got a few more. Uh, let's see. Then we have um, Luke Cormier, who, and I pronounced that wrong, Luke, I'm sorry. Um, he is playing our resident assassin slash ranger um, um, and plays with electricity quite often. Uh, his name is Damon. Um, he's become the antagonist of the group. He likes to prod people and make fun of things that shouldn't be made fun of. And he definitely keeps people on his toes. Um, and I do mean on his toes because we're constantly trying to kick him for some of the stuff he says. Um, <laughs> let's see. Then we have um, we have William Hensley who is playing Silas. He is the cop gone wrong. Uh, uh, he is also a shooter. Oh, help me out, guy. The names escaped me. I got lost there for a moment myself. You were trying to do what? Say what? Who? What? Silas's character. He's a shifter, but I can't remember the exact name of... He's a changeling. Yeah, changeling. That's it. Yeah. Um, he's having to take medication to keep the change from happening. Um, he's also turning into one of ones that's very calm. He's very cool. He's collected, watches everything, notes everything. Um, and he constantly 
trying to put pieces together, even if they have no relative information to the same whatsoever. Um, he's very intelligent. Uh, um, let's see. Does that get everybody? Am I missing somebody? Yeah, that's everybody who's currently in the cast. Okay. I just yeah. wanted to make sure I got everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I but think yeah, we got everybody good. who's currently in the cast. Yeah, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Maggie Lowe, too, because I think she's listening as well. Um, she was our guest author. Uh, she didn't uh, get to say the entire night due to complications, you know, writing and things mm. like that. Um, but we do want to give her a shout out because she just played the character Celeste, uh, who's the half and she played it well until the character met an early demise. Um, and we missed playing with this shit. She, she did an awesome job for us. Whoop, whoop, go Maggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, she was fun to have and hopefully uh, be able to do some more work with her in the future. I know she's involved in several of the anthologies that uh, the insane one over there keeps sharing with us. (laughs) Oh, there's many more. Trust me. Oh, I'm sure there are. I'm about ready to like unfollow the group for a little while so that I don't have myself so solidly booked that I can't write my own novels. <laughs> I understand. I think Philip's the only one out of this four that's actually able to resist the anthology insanity. <laughs> oh, Are you sure about that? I was just going to say, are you sure about that? I've lost count. Uh, Yeah, it's like, okay, there's the 42 and beyond, and then there's the time stoppers that I need to finish up. And, yeah, okay, 42 and beyond, I'm done with. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. But, yeah, let's see here. Um, There's three right there that I'm looking at in one volume. What's that? Oh. What about the what about the other Philip? How many do you have, Mister Australia? Oh, I've got a I've got a few, but I'm concentrating mainly on remnants, my own stuff for now. It'll probably be more next year that I'll be con- putting my name down for a few more. So. She's not working on him hard enough. <laughs> I've only got 21 coming up. Sorry. 21 I, I took, Yeah. And, well, 21 stories for mm-hmm. anthologies, including the one that I have roped at least two of you into so far. <laughs> And yes, I did ask Holly Sarah. She she politely said no. <laughs> you at least can say no. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with us? Okay, anyhow, I'm going to shut up now for a little bit. 
I can't tell you how well, many projects that I have coming out. I think I've counted over a hundred for all the way through twenty twenty one for myself. Holy shnikes. Yes, she wins. <laughs> Okay, you I was just hands down, my you're insane. About 40, you know. I'll <laughs> take <sighs> Do you have a padded cell reserved somewhere for when you're done with those over 100 stories? You know, honestly, I should have one now and just keep, like, you know, my tablet or my laptop with me and lock myself in that room so that I can actually write those stories. <laughs> Kali, you were going to say something. Oh, I was just going to suggest that uh, we're at the halfway point, and maybe we could take a short musical break, refresh drinks, clear throats, prepare to laugh more. <laughs> okay. Uh, you propose it. Do you have music lined up? I do. Oh, thank goodness. Hey, you can't roll. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, we're going to listen to S.J. Tucker's Ship Full of Monsters. Haven to monsters and women made free It's up Captain Tommy and up with the crew There's nothing a ship full of women won't do Sing for the fox girl, the bold and the wild Come fear some sea captain from stolen fox child Tommy is crafty and Tommy is hale Fox boys are scarce, so we'd never set sail. I do when she calls with the flick of her tail. Oh, sing for the maiden head, lass of the sea. Haven to monsters and women made free. Fair wind and fair weather, and a captain who's clever. We'll sail on forever and rob the world through. Sing for the safer fair Sweet is her laughter as rum from our hold A turn of her hoof and a wink of her eye We've an army of selkies who follow behind If selkie lads visit that suits us just fine Sing for the maiden head lass of the sea Beloved of monsters and women made free It's up Captain Tommy and up with the crew There's nothing a ship full of monsters won't do Sing for the princess, sweet Magadine fair Bit-spotted, bit-striped, with wings in her hair You never did see such a comely young thing Though she walks out of nightmare and not out of dream Walked by a wizard now sailing the seas With saints, ghosts and genies and more such as these Come, braggarts 
and cutthroats in stinking ships hold. She'll fight you alone and make off with your gold. Oh, sing for the maiden head last of the sea. Haven to monsters and women made free. Fair winds and fair weather and a ship that is clever will sail on forever and rob the world through. Sing for the barge girl, the wise and the brave. No better last when there are griffins to save. We'll call upon Sigrid when her time has come. Take the wheel after Tommy and the story goes on. When you sail with us, Sigrid, you're never alone. So bring on the maelstrom and bring on the rum. Oh, your sisters and shipmates, whatever may come. Oh, sing for the maiden head, lass of the sea. Haven to monsters and women made free. It's up, Captain Sigrid, and up with the crew. There's nothing a ship full of women won't do. Sing for the maiden head, lass of the sea. Beloved of monsters and women made free. Fair wind and fair weather and a ship that is clever will sail on forever and rock the world through. Fair wind and fair weather and a ship that is clever will sail on forever and rock the world through. J.S.J. Tacker. Hi. We all back? I'm Are here. you okay? I'm here. Am I okay? No, I'm here. no, I'm not okay. <laughs> but it seems like we're all back. Yes, okay. I was just Actually, no, no. I wasn't aware that they wrote a song about us. You know, maybe I'll have to reach out to Suge and see if we might be able to do something with that. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Insanity abounds. But yes, yes. Although I, I think that might be ship full of fools instead of ship full of monsters. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we kind of hinted at leading up to that break, we're all, and I mean all of us, including Kali Sarah, involved in other projects. So, anybody oh, yeah. want to take this opportunity to do a little self promotion? <laughs> And remember, Chandra, we only have 52 minutes left. I don't think that's time for you to detail all 100 plus. <laughs> Maybe let me go last then. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let's start with Leanne anyway, since she's the uh, the queen tormentor. <laughs> I, I will take that crown proudly. <laughs> um, let's see. I had a new release in August uh, called Soul Antiquary. Uh, the basic plot is about a photographer who 
who moves from Miami to Baton Rouge to kind of start a new portion of his life and buys a haunted house. And the ghost that has taken up residence in his house um, starts speaking to him and showing up in pictures and making him jump out of his skin and breaking windows to get his attention and has a very much deeper rooted mystery uh, about her. So it's about him finding himself, uh, finding love, and finding the killer to this ghost. So it's a little bit of murder mystery, a little bit of paranormal, a little bit of romance, just a little bit of everything. A um, couple of projects that I have coming up. Uh, 42 and Beyond Space Anthology comes out whoop, October 12th. Um, whoop, that's my whoop. baby. Um, <laughs> and... I'm blessed to be a part of that baby. Uh, this is this has been a a long road with this group. Forty six authors, am I correct in saying that? Uh, we'll just say forty two plus. <laughs> <laughs> forty two plus authors um, in this four volume set, and it's been a ride. It's been a it's been a thrill. It's actually absolutely been a pleasure to be a part of this group. Um, but that comes out October twelfth. Remnants, of course, comes out December 9th uh, as our tentative release date. And then I have two novels coming out in November of my fantasy series, Wintercrest Chronicles 1, Turning of the Hourglass, and Wintercrest Chronicles 2, Shattered Souls, will be coming out on November 9th, I believe. Yeah, November 9th. So, Few about few of my projects is coming out before the end of the year. Very nice. What about you, Mr. Shadow Dragon? <laughs> uh well, uh the the only thing I've got currently that's being sorted with the publisher, I'm not sure exactly what's going on there, uh, is I've got a short story called Curse of the Nether's Maid. Um it's basically a story of a civilization that's been at war and that for the past thousand years and finally the war is over, but there is a hidden darkness lurking in the background that needs to be found and eliminated. So it's, you know... It's just a matter of going into that and seeing how that all pans out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've got my own, my first actual full-length novel, hopefully coming out before the end of the year, um, Scion of Darkness, the first in the Darkness and Light Triumphant. Uh, it's pretty much just a story of a young man's life where basically everything he know he's known gets thrown into chaos and he has to find out who's 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 murdering everybody he knows, who's kidnapping people and figure out from there how an ancient prophecy is involved as well. 
Nothing too complicated. No, no. Just no. Easy, easy peasy. Pretty much. <laughs> Chandra? Well, let's see. Um, I probably, I have about five standalones out right now. You know, Trials of the Heart is a drama that's based off of my my uh, past, and I did it kind of in a story format to, you know, make it more entertaining, I guess you could say. And then I have Made of Virtue, which is a story I read, I wrote about 20 years ago, and it's uh, it's a contemporary romance. Then Fragmented is a memoir that's just different memories of mine from all over, you know, because they're fragmented. (laughs) And then I have my children's book, Dinky Duck Out. And I'm really excited about that because I've been wanting to get a children's book out forever. Aside from, oh, sorry. Then there's my pen name, Chani Cocker. That is my where I write my more steamy and erotic stuff. And I just had my first standalone come out called Tainted Heart. It was previously in the Love Sucks anthology. Now it's a standalone, and I'm excited to have that one out too. As far as anthologies, well, there's thousands of them, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As Leanne mentioned, um, 42 and Beyond, that's my very first one. That's my baby. I'm excited about it. It's um, got a light tribute to Douglas Adams, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And, you know, I just, I love the way that it's tied in and I love how it's turning out. All the authors that have contributed um, have been absolutely amazing and I can't wait for it to release. Um, There's Summer Solstice that will be coming out. Um, hopefully soon, any day now. We're looking forward to it. And, um, oh, Sweet Candy Delights. Hopefully it will be out in, let's see, right around Halloween. That is the plan. The reason I mentioned, I mentioned three different ones from three different anthologies or publishers because I am the anthologies coordinator for all three publishers. So that kind of helps explain why the anthology insanity happens. Um, so yes, there's there's quite a few of them coming out. I'm super excited about and that. And those three publishers are? Oh yes, <laughs> Hydra Publications, um, whom I work very closely to, through with mm. to, all all of the above, and um, a writer for life is the other one. And then just recently I've been hired on by stained glass publishing company. And they have all been amazing to work with and they like my insanity enough to pay me for it. So, you know, keep up with it. <laughs> mm. does that mean that's my turn? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Eh. Regular listeners of the show know that I've got three books out in the uh, Dark of the Moon New Beginnings saga. 
series, Epic Madness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, with uh, In Order, Backfire, Waterfall, and Landslide. Still working on Tornado. Uh, hopefully it'll be coming out around the first of the year. Um, but uh, short story-wise, I'm in the 42 and beyond. Uh, that's when kind of the insanity started, because I think you asked me a year ago, little less than a year ago, because actually I think it was Halloween weekend that you asked me if I wanted to participate in that. And I was like, oh, when's the story due? And you're like, oh, not till August. Oh, hey, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need deadlines. Um. And then you asked me to <laughs> participate in another one with like a week and a half notice before it was due. <laughs> the Time Stoppers. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, and there's that's another right. time you know, stoppers. Yeah, there's another twenty or so. Everything that's all? from that I'm involved in so far, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and from flashback to uh almost novella length. So yeah. yeah. Oh, there's another time travel one. I almost forgot about that one. Mm. That one's not due till February. That's why I forgot about that one. Ah. (laughs) But but there Uh, are deadlines now. (laughs) Yes, they do have deadlines on them. And I am looking at those deadlines. One of them just says February of 2019. So I have to touch base. That's one I think I got involved in without you. Oh, there's an anthology yeah. I'm not in. <laughs> there might be. There Uh-oh. might be. Don't Love tell and her that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm devoting after we get done with uh, 42 and Beyond's release and Remnants getting finished and all that next month. I'm devoting all of November. To one project and one project only, I swear. By this almost empty bottle of Mountain Dew in front of me. There we go. It's not that serious of an oath then. <laughs> that all of November is going to be to finish up Only the Paranoid Survive. What was that? Yeah. You just think that you're only going to one. You just think that you're only going to devote it to one. One. Oh, Remember yeah. that we're starting Death of Death cor- uh, Legacy of a Corrupted Mind in November Ooh. Oh I forgot Uh-oh. that was starting in November You moved it up a month <laughs> Yes because The biggest reason that I had to move that one up Is because where we've taken on a few extra people um, Where Remnant started off with nine uh, Death of Death is going to start out with eleven So We've added a couple of people um, and a couple of newbies uh, that's unfamiliar with what we're doing. So we're going to have to start in November and back it up so that we have a little extra time to uh, get the new people on board, uh, trained and ready to go. Yeah, see, I had the same (laughs) issue as Philip because I was planning on working on my first actual novel, Zombie Whisperer, for NaNoWriMo. So 
Looks like I'll have well, to. Well, you won't have. Well, no, you you won't have the advantage of November will be mostly just practice runs and everything, and you've already done that. So yeah, just be throwing in an occasional you know appearance and that kind of thing during the training, but. Um, yeah, see, it's not like we have to spend have the entire <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to spend the entire 720 hours of the month of November working on Death O Death. Only, you know, maybe 20 <laughs> exactly. hours of it. We can spend the other 700 working well, on our nanny. We don't need to spend 30 days. What? <laughs> I said that spending the 700 hours will start in December. <laughs> We do get the break for Christmas, though, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I do believe in breaking for holidays. <laughs> no. It really, it won't take 700 hours a month, guys. I promise. <laughs> well, that's good because I know February I doesn't have 700 hours in it. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> about this one though I'm excited about remnants it's going well but um, yeah death or death is going to be my baby <laughs> cool <laughs> mm. now Kali Sarah since we've all kind of tooted our own horns yes did you want to toot yours or have you not had enough chili <laughs> Um, the chili was good. I didn't make the chili. Chili is always better when it's not mine that I had to make. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, I have a dystopian fantasy anthology, a superhero anthology, and a western sci-fi fantasy anthology before the end of the year. Um, NaNoWriMo is going to be book four of my Runespell series. Book three, The Chains That Bind, is coming out in February. And then um, from Mylena Grace line, Her Beloved Disaster is coming out in January, so I have to get that done. Um, Do-do-do-do-do-do. Thread Reader is coming out in June. Proserpine. I'm actually putting out Proserpine, Phil. It's coming out in July. I saw that. I saw that. I'm like, oh, my. How long have you been working on that one? As long as I've known you? I was like 15 or 16 when I started that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. longer than I've known you. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Crystal Wise is coming out in August. Um, also from Lena Grace, The Wolf God is coming out in September. Um, then a little break in releases. And um, his, what is it? His Deer's Poison is coming out in February of 2020. And uh, somewhere in there, the Blood of the Moon, which is book four, should be coming out if my schedule holds. And then, where's the last ones? 
Okay, I don't think I've actually firmly scheduled in the last ones because got to make sure that I actually get things done first. So yeah, I have. Um, I think altogether it's two novellas, four, five, five or six novels, six novels, and then the rest short stories out of the thirteen. That'll be fun. So there's a reason that I'm not actually pursuing more anthologies right now. I don't know why. Well, that and the one that I am putting together just as, you know, it's it's what you might read, but not what you would write. Yeah, yeah. Or is it the other way around and you've not read him, so you don't want to write him? Uh, uh, yeah, because I, I do write I do write horror thrillers, but they tend to be more psychological, and I've never read that particular author, so being inspired by that particular author would be difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We'll just throw some uh, old ones at you at some point in time. But yeah, okay, so where does that leave us for the rest of the show? Um, somewhere around 4th Avenue? <laughs> oh, come on. Let's go to Saks on 5th. But I prefer 4th Avenue Heartache. <laughs> And yes, Chandra, I am I working on saying your name right. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to do for the next half hour, so somebody guide guide me. <laughs> I thought you were the talkative one. Oh, I can talk and talk and talk. Possible ways to kill off Edwin. Possible ways to kill off Edwin. I like that idea. I don't know. If you want to kill him off, you can kill him off. But he'll fight you the whole way. He may be the only human in the group, or at least the only fully human in the group, but he has things up his sleeve that not even you two know about yet. I don't think you'd have to worry about Alexander and Raina. I think you would have to more worry about, you know, the spirit of the Everly, which in that case, I mean, I think she's proven that, you know, human or not, she's got you beat. (laughs) Yeah. And besides, Edwin's not really all that afraid of a a noisy little bird and her uh, leech. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh. oh, oh, 
think we need to speak privately after this because I think we need a game plan on this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was more of a joke than anything, but yes. As Tawny disappears suddenly, she shadow melds and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, careful. He, uh, Edwin might go running after the dragon going, help! What did I get myself <laughs> into? Yeah, but see, uh, Alexander and Zellerina would get all the pleasure in the world watching him run off, run off and cry like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> but no, see, Edwin doesn't really have a problem with vampires. Doesn't have a problem with werewolves. Just can't stand those screechy, dirty little birds. Hey, I have an idea for you. We've got 30 minutes, um, and I have an offer if you would like uh, Miss Raven to come on board. She just messaged me and said, if you all have trouble coming up with something to talk about, I can dial in. She is very welcome to. Hail Hydra. She is listening right now, so yeah. Um, let me shoot her the number real quick. Okay. Well, here's, here's, something, here's something for you. What would happen to Edwin if if Tanise happened to shift into a harpy? Ooh. I don't know. He's starting to have a little bit of um, respect for uh, Rena, but that's just on an individual basis. Of course, that res- yeah, okay, don't want to reveal, don't want to reveal, don't want to reveal. Just think about how we wound up last week and started this week, and then, yeah, because that's where that respect came in. And then what did you two do to it? <laughs> If somebody would quit shooting ideas in the chat that says, oh, God, I shouldn't have said that, you know? (laughs) Creative mind. I know. know, Turn over, turn to a different tab, click there, start writing, (laughs) because, well, yeah, there's a reason why my first book started out as a short story and had no hope of ever finishing as a short story. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Chandra's uh, short story anthology stuff is a real challenge for me to, you know, I like to talk. What can I say? <laughs> And I have the opposite problem. <laughs> it's going to be a hey, between the two of us. I file folders and file folders of ID past the thousand words that I'm scratching my head at. That now I find I can go back and edit them and add to them with storylines for anthology. <laughs> mm-hmm. This could be a bad thing. 
No, no, no. It's all well, good. see, that it's means that stuff. you at least have the plotting or half of the plotting done for a short story so that when the anthology comes your way that it would fit into. Exactly. I think this is my brain's way of saying you're going to need this because she's going to challenge you. (laughs) (laughs) And my whole, oh, I'm only doing five projects after 2020. Yeah, I've already signed up for four anthologies, and I've got two books planned for that year. Yeah, I've already blown that one out of the way. I'm just saying... (laughs) I'm just saying that you've been throwing anthology ideas at me a lot lately, so <laughs> you're helping me fill yeah, out 2021 right quick. Can't help it. I'm a good kid. <laughs> I'm contagious. That's you are. Quick, we need to develop a vaccine. Finn is calling. (laughs) Kelly, Sarah, this is what the group chat that we're in sounds like all the time. Fun. (laughs) It it is so much fun. The baby running around. Yeah. Raven is actually trying to call in right now. If you all will answer her, she'll talk. <laughs> Just waiting for her to show Well, she may not show up on my screen. Uh, Kali, Sarah, can you check yours? I've had some minor connection issues, so I'm not sure my screen has been refreshing properly. Okie dokie. I got nothing yet. Why do I have a lullaby going through my head? Can we just talk about me. I guess. I don't know. Could be. I hope it connects her. Waiting patiently. But, yeah. I think she's got to be the most insane one out of the bun. And I'm going to say For that before she gets here. taking on all those crazy people? Yes. <laughs> she didn't know what she was getting when she brought us on. <laughs> and I, I, I don't think Leanne and Philip knew what they were getting themselves into when they brought us on. Oh no, we knew exactly what we were getting into. I mean, we're authors. We're all a little mad. (laughs) We're all mad here, and that's okay. (laughs) Hey, my first word is, "Hey, we're going into chaos," and he said, "Yes, we are. Let's have fun." So yeah, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. She does seem to be having some problems, doesn't she? I'm not seeing her show up yet. Neither am I. 
Raven. We love you, Raven. Back. Come back. I missed her and told her, told her to try it again. Maybe it just didn't connect the first time. Mm. Well, it's it's BTR, and it can be stubborn as all get out sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm hoping to learn soon if we will be able to uh, move the podcast to a different uh, host provider that will hopefully have better quality connection. Not to mention be Hang more affordable. A minute, guys. Let, let me um let me see if I can get her Skype ID and add her to the chat and add her that way. Okay. That might be easier than her trying to call in just add her to the conversation. Yeah, basically. I kind of want to go into the Jeopardy theme here. Sure. Sorry, answering your voice instead of in the group. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So I just got um, the first volume of 42 and beyond, the proof for volume one um, from the formatter. So I get to go through that and, you know, see how – I will say this. Allie Winters is amazing. Just want to shout out to her right now. The girl's phenomenal. Uh, as an author, I'm like a big fan, and she does everything. And she's formatting 42 and beyond, and she's also um, uh, she did the covers for it. And I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely love the covers. Mm. Quite tasty covers. And okay, do we have a raven? Do we have a raven? Can you hear me? Raven! He's running for cover. Doesn't want to be a part of it. They can't see you. There is no video on this, Raven. Hello? So the last thing I heard was some kind of talk about Chandra and her crazy anthology. Who, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me? I'm just doing my job. Yeah. There are too many. So you missed me. About how crazy you are for things. True. <laughs> how many of those anthologies are you publishing? Uh, I've lost count. All of them? <laughs> <laughs> No, not all of them, but a good portion. 
We've got like two or three a month uh, starting in uh, November. So, <laughs> Is that all? I need to up my game. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that one a week, right? <laughs> so we're going, no. <laughs> and I'm just sitting over here going, I am so glad I'm not that involved in what's going on. <laughs> oh, but Although I am eager to take on editing projects. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, Raven, yeah. did you hear that? What? I am eager to take on editing projects. Uh, can you... Can you pass my editing test? Because so far, nobody can. I've actually sent it out to, like, people that charge, like, three times I do, you know, that say they're professional editors and, like, English majors, and they can't pass it. (laughs) Well, send it my way. Which is really scary because I almost passed it, and I've had none of that. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. (laughs) It makes you wonder. I have looked over manuscripts that have been professionally edited and found errors in what the editor put in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's going to happen. We all know that, especially if it's our own work. But... Even when it's not our own work, it's still going to happen. There's going to be something that gets messed. It just happens. That's why you go through it more than once. More than twice. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, since we do have you here, Raven, you want to tell us a little bit about Hydra Productions? Sure. So, um... We're a small publishing company. We actually started in March, believe it or not. Um, we did not expect to have this kind of response, um, <laughs> which Chandra can um, attest to that because she was like our first person. And she's like, how many do you think you're going to get? And I'm like, a five maybe this year? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, five is definitely a joke. Um, we have 35 authors right now that publish with us <clears throat> regularly, but of course we have the anthologies, which have um, hundreds at this point. Um, kind of the reason that we decided to do this crazy thing was because um, I'm, you know, I'm an author myself, and I had been scammed twice at that point and I met so many other people that kept being scanned um, over and over and I was sick of it I was just sick of it I thought well uh, if nobody else can do it right then I guess I will <laughs> and so we did and she does yeah and it's phenomenal it's uh, <laughs> it, it's not easy not the definitely not the worst job in the world. Um, I have definitely had some adventures so far with some interesting people. (laughs) 
the the ups and downs of it, but there have been many more good authors than bad. I've got to see some of the ups and downs, yes. Just a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. And that's only no, one project. No, definitely I would oh, say yeah. a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would definitely say that's only a fraction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, I, I can you know, well imagine be, it's... Go ahead. You have to be a little bit crazy to be in this industry at all and so sometimes you get the really crazy ones that's all <laughs> that's a good way to put it yeah i'll go with that one <laughs> well we're gonna be wrapping up here in a little bit so um raven you said that you are a published author yourself uh do you want to tell us a little bit about that before we do our wrap-up you know who you publish mm-hmm. as Sure. Uh, so my pen name is Iris Sweetwater. Um, really, the name was because I wanted something that had to do with a flower that I liked. I actually looked up Scarlet something first. I don't remember. I think it was actually Scarlet Sweetwater. Oh, Scarlet Sweet, that was it. And it was the name of a famous porn star. And I'm like, I'm not going to choose that one then. <laughs> uh, so I think when- <laughs> I don't know, that was yeah, so I went with Iris instead. Um, now I have 14 books published. I just um, put up for pre-order my first MC book. Uh, that would be Motorcycle Club, if you don't know what that means. And it got an orange banner, yay. Um, yeah, that would be my second orange banner, but my first alone. The other one was in an anthology, so... Yeah, I mostly do, though, I do have some MC, but I mostly do, like, paranormal romance, young adult fantasy, um, and, you know, Newsflash, my young adult fantasy series, um, In the Dark, is being made into a script for a movie right now, so I can submit it, um, so hopefully that goes somewhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. Oh, And with all of the writing as Iris, you get to do this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're, I was going to say, just as soon as I learn all of those secrets on how to do it, then I'll start telling all the other authors how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, stop the insanity. Pardon me, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not Suzanne Powders. That doesn't work. That's <laughs> uh, uh, fell flat as usual (laughs) well uh, I know you kind of got in at the end of things here but Raven I wanted to thank you for joining in and sharing you are welcome it sounded like y'all were getting a little bit out of things to talk about (laughs) it's hard to talk about remnants and not get carried away and tell everybody what? everything that's happening. Because we get I know, right? Excited. <laughs> so true. Mm. So, all right. So what do we want to do to wrap up here? Who wants to share what at the end? Somebody could oh. sing a song. 
<laughs> no. How, how about uh, is there a place where people can? <clears throat> yes, Colleen Sarah has a where, very good question. Is there a place where people can go to learn more about the um, anthology that you guys are working on, as well as the other things that you are putting out? Yes. We actually have a fan page for Remnants of the Everly. Um, it is on Facebook, so you can research Remnants of the Everly fan, fan club. Um, right now, we're still building it, so it's kind of small, but we have a lot of teasers in there. Um, I do uh, trailers for, for books, so we have a couple of those. Um, and eventually, we'll be sharing like, some scenes from the book and some little insider information and that kind of thing, um, as well as all of the authors on board, um, minus a couple of the new ones that don't really have anything out right now that are just building their name. Um, we all have Facebook pages. Some of us have websites, uh, Twitters, that kind of thing as well. And uh, cool, some cool, of these cool. authors, the ones that are, the ones that are Hydra authors, um, you can find most of them on hydraproductionsonline.com. Uh, I have a profile page for each of them with the books that they have. And so, of course, Remnants will also end up on the website, too. <laughs> Scary! People can look me up in places. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, um, <clears throat> want to thank all of you for joining us. I've been trying to stay more as a uh, interviewee for the show and failed miserably at that, but hey, it's hard to uh, switch hats. Um, so thank you, uh, Leanne Willowmoon and Philip Shadow Dragon and Chandra Fry and Ms. Raven over there with Hydra Productions for joining us and uh, sharing with all of our listeners a little bit about Remnants and some of the other projects we're all one way or another involved in. And of course, Kali, Sarah, thank you for moderating. I suppose that works. Trying to keep us on hey. topic. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going to be doing something a little similar to this again in the near future, but instead of with remnants is going to have some of the 42 and beyond authors. And Ooh, that is that's going to uh, be an awful thing. <laughs> well, no, we're not going to have all 42 plus authors that just wow, that would not no. work. <laughs> um, so, you, I'm going to be visiting with Chandra on who to specifically invite for that. But yeah, that's coming up in a little less than a month. But we also have some other uh, shows coming up and other topics of interest more towards the pagan community than just the writing community, uh, including uh, still uh, date pending on it, but uh, Oberon Zell and um, Barbara Snow is going to be coming back in October as well. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be all kinds of fun finishing out the year. 
and do not be too surprised, regular listeners, if uh, you see the occasional uh, replay of a show like we've had the last few weeks, uh, since uh, it's kind of obvious we're both busy with everything else that we're doing. If we don't have a guest lined up, then we don't have a guest lined up. But, uh, yeah, we'll just go from there. And, uh, yeah, so... Anybody have a request in kind of music? Kali Sarah, maybe? Leanne? Anybody? Music request? Um, I do something steampunkish. Do we have something steampunkish? <laughs> Which group? Oh, I was thinking let's pull up Frenchie and the Punk. Ah. Uh. That uh, I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. I think it's something off of Bonjour Bat Frog. I just love saying it that way, so. Uh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, considering we're all a little insane, this one might be appropriate. Uh, don't fear the rabbit, as in the rabbit hole. We've really fallen down that one. Uh, (laughs) I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Yes. Okay. We'll go for it. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Remember, you know, look for uh, Remnants of the Everly coming out December 9th from Hydra Productions, as well as some of the other projects that we've talked about coming out from Hydra and Writer for Life and Stained Glass and Saturn Returns and this place and that place and I just completely and I feel so sorry Sarah (laughs) drew a blank your publisher for your uh, rune spells Black Rose Writing thank you I knew it was a flower with a color so I was partway there But, yeah, we're going to go out with a little bit of Frenchie and the Punk. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for participating. And we'll catch you around. Thank you for having us, guys.